1: What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen. Hi. Nicholas Moriano. I'm so
2: excited for today's show, for the record. Why? Well, for one, I love your CHGO look today.
1: Actually, I have some beef on that topic.
2: Okay, great. I I,
1: I, I was going to wear my CHGO Bull shirt today, but but I'm like, it's opening day. Everyone else is going to wear that. I was thinking very similarly. Not going to wear it. (laughs) You guys roll in like... I wore CHGO I don't yesterday. Even know what you're wearing. I,
2: I don't have the Bulls shirt. I went. I, this is a new look for me. This is a, a relaxed green. I, I feel good about this one today. I have made some new wardrobe purchases yesterday. Oh. Thank you to the fine people at, at Nordstrom uh, Rack, no. at Nordstrom Rack, and yeah. uh, TJ Maxx okay. and Marshalls and all those great people out there.
3: You're a East, aren't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and, and what was my other thing that I'm excited to Oh, yeah, I just kicked Nick's ass in ping pong. For oh, and, that's and, right. And yeah. Nick just yeah. lost for the first time in CHGO history. And Woo. I was the one to take him down after losing to Benedetto yesterday. So I'm in a really good mood. That's right.
1: You ah. needed that win because your, your reputation around here was starting to really crumble. A lot of talk about winning with zero results. Yeah, I mean, you're almost it's like the Bears. It's, it's done, e- e- wow.
2: easy, on, easy on zero. <laughs> I, I, Benedetto, I, I had his number, and then he beat me yesterday. T- two out of three, I won the first game and gave him the opportunity for two out of three, and then he didn't come through. That was a first-class move by me.
3: Wait, I'm sorry, what
2: happened? Uh, you won.
3: Right, but what was the t- you gave? I me won the first one. Yeah. You
2: walked off the ping pong table and I said, Would you like to stay for two out of three? That was a great gesture by me. And and you said And then you lost two in a row. And then I lost two in a row and oh. felt it felt terrible yeah, about it. Kinda it
3: kinda fell apart in the last one too. Yeah.
2: And then Nick showed up here today and I don't know what was going on. Honestly, he just kinda you weren't on your game today. You no. were you were You know,
4: I didn't work out this morning. No. So oh. I think that's what happened. I wasn't already yeah. loose. This is my first like physical activity of the day and Mark, you whipped my ass. Like I I mean, well, to w- you. I, it had to be done at some point. I was like yeah. undefeated yeah. In here. Yeah. And I have so yeah. to say, my view no. of the last point was pretty
1: epic. Like, because Nick went running that way, like off. There's a wall, <laughs> so I, I, I lost my view of him, and then all of a sudden, I just Bart, see Carm come in, like, ah, <laughs> boom, and he slams it and wins. It was very yeah. fitting how I lost. It, it's it, a major. Sport. But like your return for that had to be pretty awesome
4: because you like went straight back, and all of a sudden the ball came. Over, yeah. I don't know, on the last point, I, maybe I just threw it over in defeat, but uh, uh, Carm's forehand is, it's something. It's pretty good um, when it's on. Get,
3: when he gets around on it, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. A lot of
2: qualifications, which, by the way, speaks into the fluce and what's going on here. Uh, big day for Fluce yesterday, which I'm very excited because I feel like people don't want to hear us talk about ping pong. By the way, Karmie V's coming up at 1240. That's going to be a great part of the show. Stick around for that. Yeah.
1: We we'll get. We have to get to flus, but can we just acknowledge my favorite part about playing the Patriots every four years? <laughs> Please. Okay. So, I don't know how many people realize this, but Bill Belichick does this every week, no matter who they're playing. But when they play the Bears, obviously, it's about the Bears. So it's it's inter- it really entertains me. But every week, Bill Belichick will go on like a five minute monologue about how great the opponent is that they play that week. Like and he could make the worst team sound like they're gonna win the Super Bowl.
5: Well just Fields is doing good things and you know, you could see the talent there. So and, <laughs> That's and, pretty uh, good. I like uh, that. Uh, uh, Robert Quinn is a lead pass rusher and you know, he's still got a lot in the tank. So and uh <laughs> Uh, Donald Mooney is just a great young receiver. Like, I can't stand listening to you.
1: You're him. not that far off though. So Chad Graff, <laughs> who covers the uh, Patriots for the uh, for the Patriots, used to cover the Vikings. Um, he he covers the Patriots for the Athletic. He said that it was um, a six minute monologue today about how great the bears are it took him three separate screenshots on his phone to share the transcript i just thought i would read some of the uh some of the comments um this is a pretty impressive group Uh, and and really uh, a a young team team that you can see getting better all the time
5: it's getting better even though they lost three in a row you know they they looked uh, (laughs) lost to a pathetic commander's team but you know good they're awesome
1: Justin Fields is a major threat every time he touches the ball. Uh,
5: the coach talks about footwork, and he doesn't know his reads, and is, is terrible. <laughs> no, no, he
1: sees the field well, according to Bill Belichick. Uh,
5: the coach said yesterday about that he's got to get the ball out quicker, but according to me, he's just amazing at it.
1: Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery are very good. This running game is <laughs> right there with Cleveland. I mean, they literally have the same exact amount of yardage. I think Herbert is leading the league in yards per carry. They're very hard to tackle. A uh, Lot of explosive plays. They lead the league in yards per pass attempt. That's so, by the I, way. It's, it's so. An, it's it's so. It's so annoying. Keep going. But it, <laughs> Did uh, you know the Bears lead the league in yards per pass attempt?
2: I. I knew that it was yards per completion for fields. I didn't know yards well, per pass Bill attempt. Bello, maybe
1: Bill Belichick has. Else. I mean, they don't <laughs> attempt many passes, so it's
2: a problem. the, the, the yeah. problem with that is that he never takes the short read. But, but, yeah. but go ahead, Bill.
1: Sometimes you have to read behind the lines, though, because um, um, he praises Darnell Mooney.
5: Bears are the best two and four team I've ever seen.
1: Here's his praise of the offensive line, though. Oh God, young offensive line, at offensive line. Two young tackles. <laughs> then he goes right back to the running backs. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, and otherwise, Quick, not impressed with the offensive line. Bill Belichick just basically skipped over that. This goes on and on and on. Like, And then one of my favorite parts is he always goes in depth on the special teams. Like, mm. But this is why. I, I, he's literally naming. Okay, here we go. Let's go special teams. Wait, here teams. we go. Valus Jones Jr., the rookie, has been great for them. I I hate giving wins to the other team. I I mean,
4: that's what he's doing right now.
1: Josh Blackwell is very fast. Blackwell's been actually doing a really good job. They have a lot of team speed. Dane Cruickshank and some of their (laughs) linebackers, which those guys run well too. This is what he does, though. He'll name everybody on the roster. It's so funny. uh, Which opposing
3: coach names Dane Cruickshank?
0: We don't. I Bill mean, how,
3: how many games has Crookshank even been active for? Uh, two, I think. I he, he he played last
1: game after being inactive for a while.
5: The way that uh, Velas goes back on a ball and looks completely clueless, it's but he's, he's faking everybody out. I, I know he's setting us up.
4: <laughs> has Dane even played this year?
1: The skills <laughs> got a big leg. Punter's got a big leg. Trenton Gill whacks it down there pretty good. <laughs> but,
3: okay, but so honestly, like this is like the the Bill thing I hate most about coaches, and Belichick, of course, is probably like the king of this. He's just making it so that he he's basically like um, filibustering, so yes. that they can't as, as, yeah. as, ask any questions. Mm-hmm. He and it's so, annoying as shit to sit there and listen to that crap, so, so, right? So real question, like, Lawrence, what we and doing? for anybody
2: else, did did Bill Belichick, with his level of success? Combined with how he handles media press conferences, did he ruin NFL media? Like he, literally, you can't, you can't get any coach to say anything about anything ever, and like it's all. Because- I think that was happening regardless.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean, know college coaches are the same. It's well, just, yeah, that, yeah. Most of my so, anger right now is based on the college coaches that yeah, I've covered it, over the last decade. But yeah, he, it, so can annoying. I keep going
1: here, though? This please, is, please, oh, please. I'm more? sorry, I'm yes, sorry.
3: We've only gotten to Trenton Gill. I'm waiting to hear about. I'm the only holdup. on
1: page two, <laughs> on. I, but some of this stuff is just hilarious. Velas um, <laughs> uh, Jones Jr. in the return game, strong, explosive guy. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on him. I, I'm, I'm thinking he's actually talking about the draft there when he says that, but we'll see. Really dangerous with the ball in his hands. Uh, Dante Pettis, Tristan Ebner. Ebner on the kickoff returns. Another fast guy. Plays really well in all their special teams. Pettis, an experienced guy back there. They use him on some punt returns. Well, I'm glad he realizes that because I'm thinking it's actually going to be Pettis this week on the punt returns, not Baylor yeah. Jones just goes on and on so and on so is this just a
2: muscle flex that he does showing everybody that in essence he works harder than all and knows everything is that why he does it yeah maybe or is it because he wants every player everywhere to love him and eventually want to play with him is that is that part of the strategy there's like Greg popovich would do that in 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 the in the nba literally there's he he maybe his own guys that once they're in he might say like we just need to actually be able to play basketball. But as far as anybody's competing against, he'll 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 prop him up.
4: I remember when Sean McVay did that. He named all the Bears' defense, and I think everybody on tour is going wild. Like, oh, look at Sean McVay! Yeah. He knows everybody. Akeem Hicks from D line all the way to the secondary. I don't know. Coaches just some coaches there's tend the, to do that. There's
2: some there's a, definitely a strategy going on here. What else? Anything?
1: Uh, I'm just skimming through the rest of this. I think that's pretty much it. He praises Matt Ibrahflus because they haven't given up any points in the second half. Which is true?
4: In the second half, they given up two touchdowns now, back to back, last two games. Okay, yeah. you, maybe at one point that was yeah. true. At By one the point way,
1: as, as a special teams coach who experienced the same damn thing last week, that ain't on the defense. Last game, that's oh, those yeah. are special teams points. That game, that the Minnesota drive, the Minnesota the one, one counts. counts. That, that one. was a that, bad, that was a legitimate drive. But that's one all season. That's pretty good. Yeah,
2: but. For actual facts and communication skills, Nick greater than Belichick. That's what I got. Well, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I mean, Bill I Belichick that- ain't doing, uh, you know, a podcast anytime soon. Although I would probably listen to it.
4: If he talks like he, that. <laughs> well, what he,
2: But when he actually wants to be engaging, he is. Mm-hmm, true. There's he, been like, clips, yeah. He can, which is the... <laughs>
1: There's a great response to this, that Chad Graff tweet, some random... Guy on Twitter just says it's amazing how thorough he can talk about them, though. I wish Nathaniel Hackett knew the Broncos <laughs> as well as Bill Belichick knows the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great. That's a good tweet. That's like fantastic. That. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We just want to lead with uh, Bill Belichick's stuff. You want to talk about fluce and changes that are actually going to be made? Maybe. Well,
2: I just thought that the fluce yesterday was. And I, I, admittedly pay way too much attention to what's said and picking it apart. So I'll call myself out on that. But uh, the comment that made the rounds yesterday that everybody was <laughs> latching onto was, uh,
4: what did he, what exactly? Hold on a second. I have. I, it is, I think it's
1: the yeah. one Nick tweeted. Yeah, I got it right
2: here. Yeah, please read.
4: Yeah, here it is. He said, um, "I would say that we are strong where we are strong right now, and we need to improve." Where we need to improve, Bears coach Matty Yeah, that,
1: that that that's a John Fox out right it,
4: it it it. We're
2: getting a little bit of a foxy. We're getting a little bit of a Tresman combo here Nagy. with the strong where we're strong and we need to improve <laughs> where we need to improve. But I just thought that we could just go around the horn here, Chad included. That's you, Doug Dyer. That's you, incredible creations, especially you, Mubs. Where <laughs> where are you strong, and where do you need to pr- improve? benedetto lawrence where, Me? where yes where are you strong and where do you need to improve Eesh. like okay i mean I, I think we can all look in the mirror right now just take a second where we're strong where we need to improve um and so i i'd like to shout out greg braggs who i've not seen in the chat today but i thought he was incredibly strong in bringing in a television set to uh Wait, I thought we were supposed to be talking about ourselves, right? Well, okay, right. So I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm giving an example. If, okay. if, if Braggs was here. You could say I was strong, bringing in the TV, literally and, strong, yes, and, and and great team guy there. Mm-hmm. And then he could say that he's weak where, you know, where I, I don't, I don't want to speak for, for Bragg's, but, but you're about to, but you know, for per, perhaps, Where's this going? I don't know. I, I don't know where to go. Cause I, <laughs> I, I'm very, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable because he's, he's, you know, the, the, we've seen the video, of the brick laying and we know that Bragg's an amazing family man. Um, but, but there's gotta be something where he's, where he's, where he needs to improve. Adam, would you like to kick us off and where you're strong and where you need to improve?
1: Um, <laughs> uh, strong with the uh, consistency. The, the, yeah, yeah. I don't Always know. coming here, ready I, to work. I, I don't want well, except for last week. Hey, uh, I'm strong where I'm strong, and I got to improve. Yeah, workout. there we I go. go. There Here we go. go. There <laughs> go. So, go so there. <laughs> see now yeah, that that see, a, I'm more comfortable just talking about where I need to improve at. Okay, like okay. I need to be a little bit more on top. of it. I got my hands a lot in a lot of different cookie jars, no, and d- uh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) practice gets moved up, moved up an hour on me, and I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't see the message and wasn't wasn't there on time. Like that's a problem. So we we got to stay on top of things a little bit better, Adam Hogue.
2: Fair, there we go, bang. So for me, like yesterday, I, I thought I was extraordinarily strong with the with the early. I, I was up at eight and I was making the whitefish. I got the I got the butter on it. I got the salt and the pepper oh and I got gosh. the lemon. I got it in the oven. I got it. I got We're it.
1: Cooking whitefish at eight a.m. Eight a.m. because then it's
2: <laughs> it's ready for a, a, a lunchtime snack. It's ready for when I come home from a, after a huge tennis win last night. I got a nice healthy snack. I don't stop at the Mickey D's. Shout out, Greg Brags, um, and, and go no, wait,
1: Right away. Another criticism of myself. Awful with food planning. This don't, was after. don't have time to, so, to cook ahead like you're doing. I'm so impressed you're cooking a whitefish at 8 a.m.
2: I mean, I thought it was a great move. I thought that was very strong. But then i we're, may maybe
1: getting a fillet o fish at 8 a.m. Right? Ex,
2: ex, exactly. And then I thought weak on the back end where I you know I last I don't know. However long going to bed at night, this the sink's full. Don't have don't have the I, I I could I could follow through better. I could I could clean it up so I can when I could wake up and it could be fresh. You know, a nice a nice good start to the day rather than I'm doing dishes at, at the next morning at seven thirty. That that's where I, that's where I could improve. How about you, Nick?
4: I can improve on the ping pong table because I lost to you, <laughs> Mark. So that's where I need to improve. I made dinner uh, for last night for today. Made some pasta, so maybe that's where I'm strong at. But yeah, I, I think. Again, the Bears, when it applies to them, when I think of strong, it's like the rushing attack. Oh, now and we're going real. Now we're going, now we're real. going real. Now we're going yeah. back to, yeah, back yeah, to okay. the Yeah, okay, I like it. So I, A lot of people were, were commenting on that tweet from uh, yesterday, what Flew said, and it's like, what strengths? How many strengths are there, really? When you look at this, this team, maybe there's, a, a, again, the rushing attack. Defensively, they improved la- last game in the second half, but very minimal. There's a lot of things where they need to improve on. For sure.
2: Yeah, okay. if we're actually doing that, and Lawrence, would you like to say where you're strong, where you need to improve before we I go mean, into Bears? I
3: basically, I think my uh, my serve is pretty strong, but uh, my returns when you're you put yeah, those looping yeah. balls over the net, and I'm just trying to crush it every time. I got that's a little weak. I should probably yeah. just hit it over the net.
2: You, you have an excellent serve, it's true. Uh, we're talking ping pong here. Thank if you. you're just joining us, which uh, is probably unlikely, but uh, hey, you somehow are.
4: Oh, Doug, Nick's shoe game is strong. The rest yes. of his outfits weak. What? Wow. So that that's man. where I would actually... Yeah,
1: that's someone's what, mad about my shoes. No, people only shit on my shoes when Nick's here, though. So, I'm well, I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should have realized he's <laughs> in studio today and put on my nicer Nikes. I mean, yeah, Nick... Whatever, man. Good-looking shoes today. Well,
2: I mean, I think... See, you, I, you know who
1: I always respected? Jim Phillips wore the same damn thing every single day because he's the, just got the, more important things to worry about. The starchy white shirt
2: he's and, got the, the, and, the and the purple wha- tie. Yes. And, he, and, and never... Shout out Jim Phillips. Shout out to the Simpsons. That's like a Simpsons move.
1: Yeah, there's more important things to worry about. Just where would, just where would you just g- do what you do? Just, my my Nikes are comfortable. They, they need to be thrown in the wash. <laughs> They're not as white as they usually are. I'll wash them. You know, maybe tomorrow.
2: I got new kicks to unveil. Uh, not today, because today's not going to happen. That was a fluicism right there. Could we have? Can we? Can we? St- could could that be a thing? By the way, fluisms. Why? The see, need to improve. That's the second day in a row where I did not have the phone muted. That's two you, in a row. You
1: know what the cure for that is? I'm curious yeah. where you guys come in on this. Uh-oh. My phone's always on vibrate. Never not on vibrate. You know how you don't have to worry about it going off in a press conference?
3: If it's always on vibrate. Yeah, I got the old silence button on here, over here. But I don't. Yeah, okay. Why
1: do you need it to ring? You don't feel it in I, your pocket?
2: This now I'm in trouble because my, now Carm Technology is going to be on the on the frying pan here because I I <laughs> right I, next I, to the whitefish. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I I'm not sure I know how to make the phone vibrate, so I need to. I, I, yeah, I knew. See now Benedetto
1: just a double. You don't know how to put your phone on vibrate? It's still that this that's an iPhone. Yeah, even I know it's like that. It's, no, right. I
2: don't, this is, I just got this phone like two days ago Looks for nice. the record.
1: That was a nice little phone. Yeah, I don't What's have a case 14, for it, I uh, gotta make it, it's
2: it, no, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a 12-13-er. 12 er <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> alright. <laughs> so you were bothered by the Falloos, I No, I wasn't bothered, I just, but I, I just. I was a little annoyed and asked I thought, wasn't it Potsy You asked the question, it was like, what do you need to get yes, better at? Yep. Like he, it was
2: he. He was asked five times.
1: That, that that I'm not gonna lie. Listening to that press conference, there was definitely some John Fox vibes of just like, look, man, there are questions you can answer where you're not giving away state secrets. Like respect the fact that your fans do want to know some things about how you feel. About your team,
2: Th- that's actually that's another real question that with Shaq and Al. Do you actually want him to be honest? Because he, he people like oh the media is mad. Like hey man, we're 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 here to to give you the information that you want. That's what that's that's the point of the questions. It's not so Mark Potash or Adam Hoger, Nick uh, or Karm can be like you know oh that's exactly what I wanted to know. We're trying to actually reflect interest here. I, to me, it'd be awesome. If a if a coach could be confident enough if enough to just it What's what surprised you about the season so far? Well look, uh, you know, I thought that we'd be a little further ahead offensively right now and I thought we'd be getting to the quarterback more, but but we but that hasn't happened and so those are two things that we're focused on.
4: I know a lot of people yesterday too were like, Are you gonna expect him to call out individual players? Well you already did that with Tevin Jenkins. He said he didn't practice well on a Wednesday, yeah. so it's like he's done that before. Great call. But like here, very vague. I had to transcribe that part. I just said to everybody, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're going to have to read this because it's uh, there's a lot of nothing in there. But he's called out individuals before, so here it's just super vague. Super, super vague. So I don't know if there's necessarily alarm bells going off from, like,
1: the coaching aspect yet. I think it's still a little too early. I haven't necessarily had a huge problem with... Game operation yet? I mean, a little bit of uh, inconsistency with the timeouts before halftime, I think so far. Mm-hmm. I think that's a coach that's trying to figure out his personnel and who he can exactly trust true. Um, and getting a little. But hey, I can show you a lot worse situations. Nathaniel Hackett be one of them right now. Every well, single game, there's been roster. some yeah. idiotic blunder that just does not make sense.
2: I mean, I, overall, I think the flu, I, I like the fluce. So I think the fluce has been fine. I think the fluce definitely knows what the fluce wants to do, and he's going to stick to being the fluce. And I think it's a solid fluce. I, I, would, I would characterize him right now as a high floor, low ceiling, willing to re- revamp that, revise that, reconsider that at some point, that there, there's actually a huge ceiling here. But I think he's just solid. I think you have a solid coach. I don't think, I don't think they hired a home run, but I think they hired a solid single and That's, or double.
1: Okay, so that I think actually goes against there being a high ceiling. Which is kind of my concern. Like,
2: I, I don't think there's a high ceiling. I oh, think I I'm thi- sorry. High I, floor, I, high floor I, low ceiling. I, I misheard you. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, right, if I, I, maybe I said it no, wrong. No,
1: that I kind of agree with. And I, and that's where I think like this sort of gets into more of a big picture conversation of why should Bears fans trust that this is going to end up any different? You know what I mean? Like, If you actually track what's happened here, it is a sort of like this blend of going back to the Lovey Smith days, but with the process that got you John Fox, right? Mm. You, with with one exception being that Ryan Poles actually did have full control over who he was hiring, but but, the- but like it was still the, okay, we made a mistake with our last hires because we actually didn't know what we're doing, so now we're gonna bring in Ernie Corsi to help us, and this time it's Bill Polian, and then this is gonna lead to this guy that we hire, and then you, you know, and then, and then it's like it's almost like. They just keep switching between, okay, we screwed this up, so now we need outside help. Oh, that didn't work either, so now we're going to do this on our own and end up with Matt and Aggie. And, oh, now that didn't work, so now let's go back. And, like, the po- the problem is that I always get back to, and I apologize if I sound like a broken record. We actually haven't talked about this in a while. The same two guys are at the top. right. It's right. still George and Ted. And perhaps we're not talking enough about the fact that Ted's actually retiring and it's probably the most important hire that this franchise has had since George took over the team in 2011. And I just fear that they're just going to promote from within, which I think would be the, the the completely wrong thing to do.
2: There's a major right turn and a, and a and a great conversation. Who are they going to hire and what will they have that person actually do? Mm-hmm. You know, other than... Help out with getting to Arlington Heights and or follow Carm's dream, which is to knock down Soldier Field and build a brand new one in the city. And the and the Bears all of a sudden come together in a way that nobody ever imagined. And I come out looking like a complete genius, which, <laughs> which, is, which is about me and the Bears being in Chicago. Uh, but hold on. Rewinding back to. So here, what, 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 just, but, but my, my, my one point on what you just said yeah. was, like, Lovey would have been fine though if they had had a quarterback. It, all they just got to get the quarterback right, yeah. and and a, and a and a high floor is fine. Just just get the quarterback right, and that high floor coach can work. Just you can't have Rex Grossman,
1: right, which is why we're. But that's why we keep spinning in circles here, mm-hmm. and us included, on this show every week because every single one of us, believe it or not, you can paint us as negative. I think thinks Justin Fields is good. Wants Justin Fields to be good. Oh, by the way, every metric shows he's like the worst quarterback in football right now. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and so it's the 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 point is, what is there to believe in other than just like that hope that it's going to work out? And when everything else around the quarterback just seems like it's a endless circle with this organization <laughs> like I, I I that that's why I think everybody's struggling with it and, and so when you have another head coach up there now who's like basically refusing to answer questions yeah he's being nice to you
4: but it, it just it's just like the same thing over and over again am I wrong no I mean I think you're right there Adam it would be different had this regime given fields all these assets whether it was offensive line and then he was failing but right. they didn't do that and now going back to that hope you're hoping that with all the salary cap they're going to have next year that they will supply him with that but they didn't do it initially and i think that's also a part of the problem where where's the trust factor in that
3: right well it sounds like shawshank redemption over here about hope
4: great movie
2: and look, it is at some point it is <laughs> going to be get busy living or get busy dying. Let's go. Uh, and and we're going to have to crawl through that hole and and get to the other side and go through the <laughs> shit and and get to Ziwatanejo. That's <laughs> all going to have to happen here for this to for us to live the dream. I don't want to be We just
1: want to get to Ziwatanejo.
2: I mean, we can't, we don't want to go the Brooks route here. We don't want to, you know, go halfway house no, and then all just, you, you know. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. You know
1: what you need if you get to Ziwatanejo. A boat? a boat? You need some sunglasses. Oh, ho, oh. need- oh. ho, <laughs> You need a great quality of sunglasses and a company where if you actually are on the boat with those sunglasses in Z. and you drop them in the water, they're going to replace them for you.
5: That's what they do on the mm-hmm. That's what you
1: need. That's what you need. And that's why we are partners with Shady Rays here at CHGO because they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. So they set out to change that. Um, you don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle and as I was hinting at, the best part about Shady Rays is if you lose them, if you break them, don't care what you do with them, you know, drive over them with your car for some reason, they will replace them. How many? Because <laughs> I, I literally, yeah, it takes
2: know, me 10 right? minutes. <laughs>
1: oh, just sat at them. Oh, don't know where they are. <laughs> if you pair. lose or break them on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Drop them in the lake drop them off a cliff, anything, they will replace them. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you seems to be as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. They have over 200,000 five-star reviews, uh, and they also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. So that's another great reason to uh, check out Shady Rays. And this is exclusive for our listeners at CHGO. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That means you buy one, you get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com. Again, the code is CHGO. ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades.
4: You know what goes along with Shady Ray's, you guys? Meat sticks. Well, now it does. There it because is. they're doing it right now. Okay. it out. Let's yep. go. Here you guys go. This those, is uh, it Green, Green seemed like Farms right It seemed like a little bit of a reach, a but I can bit, go with you. A little bit, but it's <laughs> going to yeah. work today. That's uh, Look at one this meat wrap. stick cut up in, obviously, four.
1: Look at this wrapping yep, job
4: by yep, Nick. There you got. I'll read off how, why Green Ridge Farms is amazing. You guys try those. Um, but it's a Chicago local meat and cheese company that offers mm. a better, all-natural option. Green wow. Ridge Farms are the makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, and school lunches. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, brother. Also have— Is one of those mine? There's one for you, Lawrence. There we go. They have 16 grams of protein per stick, which is perfect for post-workout, which I did not have this morning. And the meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno cheddar. Um, The jalapeno cheddar one, when we had back in the office a couple weeks ago, delicious. Definitely have to try that. There's Lawrence. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, those meat sticks will be free. Simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Good stuff, right? Good so stuff. good,
1: uh, yeah, delicious. Good it, man. They legitimately are. I was, love that was amazing. Love Green Ridge Farm.
3: All right. Um, uh, well, so let's just go over this. this Adam Segway to the Shady Rays ad, ten. <laughs> Thank you. Nick Segway about a three. However, he did. Bring product. So uh, I think that bumps it up to at least. It wasn't a nine. gonna
4: be a good, nice transition yeah. either way. But I got the product here. So
2: I I, I props to Nick. I feel so much more full and, and lovely right now. I mean is that white fish now just gonna stay in the fridge? That I went I went big last night and this morning was a great start. Thank you very much. I had my I my 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 eggs purchased at the farmer's market which is at the same place that we have our tailgate November the 6th by the way love to see everybody out there November 6th that yeah. was a, now elite transition right there Lawrence good. Yep. Good. uh right Bears Dolphins let's not worry about the record let's let's talk about beating uh, Tua and company and Justin Fields moving forward and just having a great time period 8 a.m we open up there till noon on uh, November the 6th, right at Roosevelt in Michigan, yes, that the official CHGO tailgate, best in the city, food, drinks, everything. I don't know what the price of this is, but whatever the price is, it's amazing. So, hey, kick down, I let's believe go. there's
3: multiple levels. I think the initial one without parking is, I think, Gale Sayers, which would be 40 Oh. And then I'm th- not okay. sure. There's also the parking option, which I know was... It was 85 last time. I don't know if it's bumped up a little at all. Well, well see. it's
1: still, regardless, it's a it, great deal. You're not going to find a better deal to get all you can eat and drink before a game and also park your car if you need to within walking distance of the stadium. <laughs> so, check it out. It, um,
2: and money means nothing to our listeners. You just are so happy to support us. We know that, like, the price is just irrelevant because you just want to hang out.
1: I do agree with our commenters right now. Please do not bring fish into the office. Good Lord, Sh- yes. Like thank that, you. We're good. We appreciate Nick bringing the meat sticks. We don't need the white fish in the office. Well,
2: I haven't brought the whitefish in, Sean. For the record, now there has been a request. Luke, uh, who's hanging out too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Even Luke, even old man Luke, Grandpa stuck stuck my Rami for I, for phone on mute, phone. which is a fair, fair, fair haste. There, Lawrence wants me to wants to, he's never had lox and bagels in his life. Oh, and as the Jewish man on the show,
1: that you can bring in. Yeah, okay. it's different though. It's cooked salmon. Yeah.
2: Okay, but th- it, 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 there's there's don't think that it doesn't okay. have an odor because it definitely
1: does. Oh, it does, but it has a. Ama- I made some. Well, smoked you're not putting salmon. it in the microwave though, and oh, I made some smoked salmon this summer. That is a good odor. Okay, it's definitely. Uh, also, we need to give a shout out to just CHGO in general for the amazing news we dropped this morning. Ayo, ayo. It is the Bulls opener. It is depressing that Zach Levine's not gonna play tonight. But really, what matters. Is that our newest teammate at CHGO? Is Io Desumo? That's awesome. It's so it's awesome. Freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Io is such a good dude.
2: Yeah, and he's just—it's just the whole Morgan Park ILL mm-hmm. Bulls. He's a true Chicago. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's such CHGO a CHGO fit. Yeah, and like, is there a guy more likable than Io going? I mean, really? So.
1: Well, make sure you're checking out our, our team at CHGO Bulls um, because IO is going to be uh, making appearances throughout the season on their show. Um, there's going to be other things that involved with CHGO that he's going to do, um, like the amazing uh, photo video shoot he already did. Oh, listen to this, man! With us, oh, look at this. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see that. Just the, the shot to the.
2: I mean, the fact that we're we had
1: throwing a Io on
2: a roof is amazing.
1: <laughs> someone, someone has a drone. I have to say, though, uh, John Greenberg had a pretty good joke on Twitter. <laughs> he
4: did. Uh, here
1: I saw comments. that. He said that, uh, <laughs> he said that Kevin Duck wouldn't let Io off the roof until you like and subscribe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you <laughs> like and subscribe. He's <laughs> still. I, yeah, that's yeah, not the I problem. Something. We
1: gotta let him off so we can get to the game tonight. Yeah, he's, he's still on the roof.
2: <laughs> he's gonna be playing a lot of minutes tonight and all season.
1: A hundred likes on this show. Let I O. Let I O free. Also, we dropped the hoodies yesterday. Everybody's yes. been asking for hoodies. It is hoodie season. S Z N, and uh, there, there's four of them there for you to, for you to check out. Um, go get them chgo locker
2: can i uh i i I i'm gonna buy two and i want to ask just a question to everybody and because we all you're wearing a hoodie i wear a hoodie every day lawrence is not wearing one you're not wearing one but i mean i had one on it's a little warm in here today which is awesome does anybody actually ever use the hood the the the, the functionality
1: of the hood yes yes outside in the cold to protect your neck
3: we got to protect your neck always
1: even when I'm wearing a hat, I pull the, sometimes I don't even pull it all over my head. I'll just pull the hood up so it's blocking my neck.
3: I mean, I walk hat. my dog every morning. I don't know about Poppy if she's getting walks, but. Uh, yeah, P- Poppy's struggling right now. Well, but that's not good. Right. Yeah. Back to the Bears real quick. Back we got Carmen V coming up.
1: I wanted to share um, <laughs> a uh, not-so-great nugget Uh-oh. <laughs> that I tweeted out. Um, I like following Football Outsiders at DVOA. I think of all the metrics you can look at, it, I think it does a really good job of, of showing who is the best teams, who are the best teams, who are the worst teams, factors in offense, defense, special teams. Believe it or not, the uh, Patriots are 10th right now in DVOA, overall DVOA mm. in the league. Um, Bears, 31st. <laughs> Only the Panthers, Lower than them so far. Is that good? (laughs) Here's one might surprise you, though. We talked a lot this offseason about how the schedule was supposed to be easier. We also warned you that sometimes that changes once you get to the season and teams start playing games. This is a bad tweet. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But one of the things Football Outsiders does with their DVOA is it also will track, okay, based on what we're seeing from the DVOA, here's who has played the easiest schedule so far – here's who has the easiest slash hardest schedules the rest of the way based on how things are tracking right now. So far this season, through six games, the Bears have played the fifth easiest schedule so far. That shouldn't necessarily surprise you based on what we thought coming in the season. The problem, they have the second hardest schedule remaining. Because as it turns out, the NFC East is better than everybody thought, the Jets are an example of a team mm-hmm. that's better than everybody thought. Um, so y- you just look at this coming up, Patriots,
4: Cowboys, Dolphins. Lions, Falcons. Falcons Guys, are better than people thought. Yeah. The three-week yep. stretch from December 4th to the 24th, the Packers, Eagles, Bills. Ouch. That's a daunting end, end of the way uh, for the season. That's yeah, not good. Not good.
2: So, should we do it real quick? They're two and four. They beat New England. Anybody? Anybody? That's a no across the board. Two and five. Anybody think they beat Dallas? Nope. Okay, two and six. Well,
1: okay, let me just say something. <laughs> I still do think that this team, it's hard to find a lot of wins. I also don't think they're going to be a team that's getting blown out a lot, right? And that's the one thing we have seen about them so far. Even that Vikings game that looked like it was going to be a blowout. They were in it at the end. And I still think that's going to be a theme. I think that they are going to be in a lot of these games, and there's probably going to be a couple that they pull out. There's also probably going to be more than a handful that feel like the Vikings and and Commanders games just felt like, where it's like agonizing that they made mistakes and didn't win. I think they're... I feel a
2: surprising win at some point coming along the schedule. Hopefully it'll be... Sunday, December 4th, when the Packers come to Soldier Field, that would be a great surprise I think
1: they'll win. I probably won't predict them to win any of the next three games. I feel like they will win one of them. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, when we go through this, (laughs) I think they'll be one one and two in the next three games between New England, Dallas, and Miami. One of those three games, they're going to pull out a surprising win because it is the NFL, Mm -hmm. and they are going to be in the games. Let us pray. (laughs) <laughs> I mean,
2: please don't lose all three. That would be a six-game slide to two and seven. Our father. <laughs> <laughs> we get one. I I would, listen, just to beat New England and Belichick, I would give up the Dallas, Miami, and Detroit game. How's that? Okay. I'd, I'd throw time in time Detroit. Too, just, yeah. just, just beat Belichick. Here's and, how
1: you know it's bad. Braggs, our guy Brags. Uh, he says the Bears will be close in every game and at the end of every game, Bayless Jones will find some way to that's play.
2: that is that is rude. And <laughs> and if you if Braggs would like to put in the it's, chat where he can be where he's strong and where he can improve. <laughs> if Holger
1: Karm had said that week one, Braggs would have lost
2: it. Oh we
1: we we'd be the negative media.
2: He would have just stared at you and, and said, that's why I'm not a media guy. Cause you guys, you, you just don't get what it is to be a bears fan. You don't understand what it's like to bring a TV to CHGO. You don't understand what it's like to, to, to go to Surmac and, uh, where, and whatever parking lot Braggs has hung out in the last 50 years, uh, okay. for tailgates, which was an amazing scene. And where's my guy, what's his name again? I don't know. Um, I have it, uh, in my phone actually, but I won't take time to do it. He, uh, Juicy Lucy or something. What was his name? Brags. You know what I'm talking Juicy about.
1: Juicy Lucy is a burger, burger. in Minnesota. Burger. This yeah. guy had
2: he had a tattooed on 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 his chest, um, something. All right. Yes. I don't know where we are right now. Thank
5: you.
1: Is I feel it, like half uh, my day is just spent getting Carmen back on the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, is it Carmy V Wednesday? So, we, yes, uh, it is. Uh, should we, we bring in Carmy V? Uh, the, we, the Carmen we know who will, will stay on the tracks. Uh, Carmy <laughs> V probably is next?
3: has her phone on uh, vibrate right now. Without a doubt, her
1: phone is on vibrate. We know this. She would never Why? make such a mistake. All right. Well, what, what, oh, she,
0: oh, was there? Oh, who yeah. who didn't have their phone on vibrate?
1: Guess. Take a wild guess.
0: You're right, I didn't need a guess. I didn't yeah, need a guess.
2: You're um, my bears we, after dark. Like teammate, you can you need to be on we work together, Carmy V. Don't side with Hoes.
0: Well, that, but it, see that's that's what it was. I wasn't there to tell you to put your phone on Oh, Okay, vibrate. thank you.
2: That's that's sure. better. Sweet and sour. I got you.
1: Sweet and sour. <laughs> what guy. did I say? What did I say? Juicy thoughts? Lucy. Juicy,
2: Juicy <laughs> Lucy sweet and sour is the same, dude.
1: Come on. That's right there. <laughs> one is a hamburger, one is a person apparently. Um Carmi, well, can we talk about where she is right now? Yeah. She's like hanging out with Kay Adams doing I, I, like should, cool stuff, should, making real moves with, well, with should, her life.
2: Well, <laughs> shouldn't we say that Carmi V right now, though, is uh, is is brought to you by our newest, finest, greatest, DraftKings, as you see in the corner, putting that code CHGO. Uh, kickers lining up for an onside kick. Carmi li- V's lining up to get on here. Chances of uh, Carmi V being here is, is huge, but – uh, perhaps the stakes are high and the tension is higher for, for the Bears kicker. Although, let's go. You're, we, 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 we got this. But, hey, listen, the pulse, you're in it. It's the moment. Everything's racing. Uh, and then Cairo Santos kicks it. This is the ball lands. Everybody just feels so good all over because you can do this with every play. You can make it that exciting uh, with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official Sports betting partner of the NFL. Make it official, uh, and check out their unbeatable offers uh, right now. New customers can make any listen to this five dollar NFL bet, five bucks, and then you get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. So five bucks on the Bears to beat the pay, the Patriots, and then all of a sudden you get two hundred dollars in free bets. Or you can lie and say the Patriots are your favorite team and go that route. Nobody's going to call you on that. Uh, Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, which a lot of options this weekend. Looking ahead, if you want to go the parlay route, uh, to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on the stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code CHGO. To get those two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins, just place a five dollar bet on any football game, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code CHGO.
4: Guys, just really quickly, game time. If you if you love uh, CHGO, game time is a great way to support us. So you won't find better deals on Bears tickets. So use the game time app. We all use it here. Mark's going to demonstrate on his new phone <laughs> that he just got. Hopefully, you can get that running. But join over fifteen million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. I
2: might go down to Indiana tonight for Wizards Pacers, which just oh, popped
1: you're not. up. Uh, uh, Carmi
3: V, no. Car- 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 sorry about that. I didn't realize we were doing ads. I was, That's my bad. I shouldn't have had you on there. Get no one to did. Y'all are Honestly, we should have done the ads before bringing uh. Ad- I Mr. thought it was Battalion, the right time and fine. the right that's place. Fine. And Carmi
2: V is so patient, and we love her Thank so much. You, yes. Thank you. Carmi, yeah.
1: what's wrong with the Bears?
0: <laughs> oh, God. Kay asked me that today, and there's just there's not one answer, guys. You know that. It's it's gonna take time. That's all I can say. Do,
2: do you buy that? Uh, fluce was pinned down a little bit yesterday. Like, can Justin Fields make incremental improvements during the season? Thought it was a very good question from Cordy Cronin. Shout well, wasn't out it Courtney. specifically
1: about the
0: footwork? Well,
2: right, he, he was just lining up. Like he can. He needs. He can i think i think that's how it went mm-hmm. footwork yeah, he was talking and, about
0: his footwork and timing yeah
2: and can you can you do that in the middle of the season on a mini right. buy or on a full buy later or just week to week what's your read on that
0: yeah no i thought i thought that was interesting but i thought it, what was even more interesting was that he wouldn't totally commit to saying that justin was holding the ball too long like you could tell he kind of wanted to but like he wouldn't make that as a, like a blanket statement so then i think he reverted back to like what he had said in the past about Justin's footwork and all that kind of stuff and saying how that's what he needs to improve on. Um, yeah. I just, I think that was interesting. Kermit, that was more with, interesting.
4: With the, the whole analytics drama that happened yesterday, that the bears offensive lines, are second best in pass protection, Justin holds the ball too long. Where are you at with this whole entire dilemma? I would say with again, the pass the pass protection being quote unquote, as good as it is. And Justin holding the ball too long
0: yeah i'm going back to a tweet because i there was a stat i don't know if you guys flashed it earlier in the show where like five of justin's sacks have come under the 4.29 median sack time and so like when it's that i suppose that you can cut you will you put those on the line but then the vast majority of them have come after the fact so you're talking like five six seven seconds um later And that's not, he's sometimes he's like moving around and he's scrambling and stuff like that. So uh, it maybe is also on the line there. It's just a, it's a very nuanced and subjective stat like those kinds of things. I think that again, both things can be true. Justin is holding the ball too long because he's processing things because he doesn't have a handle on this offense quite yet. While also knowing that the offensive line maybe needs to at least give the illusion of protection (laughs) a little bit more like I I think Justin kind of has PTSD though too like he's been getting hit since last year and hasn't been able to trust his protection since last year since he came into the league and so I think that there's just a little bit of like baggage that comes with that and so that's why he's a little you know he wants to get either take off running or or whatever he doesn't really trust what the line's giving him right now
1: he also you know his college career ended with him breaking his ribs and having to play through that. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a real thing. And I also think like in some ways he's also getting punished with analytic in-depth things like that for for the fact that he actually can move. You know what I mean? Like what I think that that doesn't show is how many times there's been a free rusher come at him where he's evaded that player and then picked up 10 yards. You know what I mean? Like, and so I said this earlier on the score, like, if Trevor Simmons, the quarterback, there might be le- fewer sacks overall, because he might get rid of the ball quicker, but I guarantee there will be more sacks that you're like, that's the offensive line's fault, you know what yeah. I mean, because he's not going to escape in the same exactly. way that, that Justin Fields does, and, and so I, in some ways, it almost feels like Fields is getting punished for the fact that he can move around, and yes... There have been plenty of times where he's ran into pressure. I've pointed that out. I've talked about that here. There's absolutely no question that that's part of it. But the reality is you can't put something out there like that and say, it's actually all Justin Fields' fault. It is no. not, man. It, a lot of it is. A lot of it's the offensive line. And a lot of it is he has nobody to throw the ball to.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if, if you look at the coverage sacks, because uh, what little he does have to throw to is covered. Because uh, it's not hard to do. I think that you'll see, again – when things go wrong, it's rarely ever just one thing. I don't think yeah. that any like when you talk about fixing the Bears too, there's not just one thing that you can fix, and magically everything's going to start working. So I think that that's all I, – I got in trouble on Twitter by somebody saying, like, just have an opinion and stick to it. Like, if you say Justin Fields is holding the ball too long, just stick with that. You can't, like, walk it back. Because I did walk – I didn't walk it back, but I said the line can play better too. And I'm like, no, there's there's two there's two sides. There's, no, there's not sides to this is what I want to say. There's not, like, it's not just Justin Fields, and it's not just the offensive line. It's a combination of both, and both can and be true.
2: And and don't, I'm speaking for myself here, do not hold media people till you have this opinion, you have to have that opinion forever. People change their opinions on everything all the time. We, we You do in every walk of your life. One day you love your kids, the next day you don't. Come on. Uh, we're allowed to change our opinions. But, You you cover the NFC North for Fox Sports, Carmy V. There's this team in Green Bay that lost to the Jets and had Sauce Gardner running around with a cheese head and celebrating with Jet fans in Lambo, which was sweet. And then there's this other team, Minnesota, that's running away with the division, has beaten everybody. So are you crowning the Vikings right now on October the 19th, whatever uh, the uh, my my niece's 16th birthday today? What's up, Grace Carmen?
0: Um, I, I'm not going to go so far as crowning them yet, but I think that there's a lot to look forward to with this Vikings team, just because not only are they're figuring this offense out. And again, it's an offense that Kirk Cousins has been in for a while, as far as the Shanahan McVay kind of tree of an offense, but you can tell O'Connell has his own spin on it and they are figuring things out. It, these wins aren't convincing by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but they're figuring out ways to win by making adjustments and evolving week by week. And I think that that is the biggest sense of encouragement or the sign of encouragement that I point to with the Vikings in thinking that they can eventually win the NFC North. And I said that in the beginning of the year. I was like, mm, I think they could win the North. I actually had them in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get that crazy. But yeah, I like. I really like this. I really like the Vikings team. I know Bears fans don't want to hear that. But um, the, and the, and the Packers, I just... I think Aaron Rodgers is just like get me some dudes at this point. I think that that's the coded, that's what he's saying in his comments of simplification because like it's not even that coded. Yeah. No, (laughs) No, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like simplifying things at this point that that is all gone at this point. You like your time for simplification was in the beginning of the year before anybody had tape on you. Now you have if you want to simplify this offense and get rid of the motions and the shifts and the things that confuse defenses. Then you're saying that you are going to have to have these guys win outright, and you don't have those guys to win outright right now. So if you're going to simplify it, then you're going to need some dudes, and I think that that's what Aaron is wanting.
2: So hold on a second, just to rewind back what you just said. You had the Vikings in the Super Bowl, but now you don't, or you still do?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, I, I listen. When Fox asked for Fox Sports asked for our Super Bowl predictions before the season started, and I just. Half, it was a half-educated, like, maybe this could happen. Half, I just wanted to make people's faces melt. So I picked the Chargers and the Vikings to be in the Super Bowl. Because everybody else is picking, like, the Bills and, you know, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, like, with some combination of the Packers and the Bucks, like, all that. I was like, I'm going to go a little nuts. And now I'm kind of like, mm, I was on to something.
1: Well, I did pick them to win the North. Um, I definitely wouldn't have gone as far as the Super Bowl. But I am surprised, <laughs> Carmen, that they're not, they still don't seem to be getting very much respect. For being five right. and one, like how a lot of people are looking at it, um, like it's flawed. Like when the Bears were five and one a few years ago, and everybody was like, "Okay, we know this isn't for real." Um, well, but I the, think the Vikings, it, like it's hard. They're they have the, good players. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like Justin Jefferson might be the best wide receiver in football. Uh, the tandem with Adam Thielen is a 1-2 wide receiver punch that not many, not many teams can say they have. Dalvin Cook is a very good running back, and they have a good backup, too. So, look, I raise my hand all the time and say not a huge fan of Kirk Cousins, but he can still distribute the football. And when you have those weapons right. to distribute the football to, you're a pretty damn good team. They're yeah. the ones, though, that are saying that
2: we're not satisfied with our mm-hmm. play, we're winning, but... A lot of close That's games were sneaking by. The Bears should have, could have, maybe Amir Smith-Marset gotten us. Uh, so it doesn't seem like they're over. Yeah, the counterpoint, they cut Amir Smith-Marset, so
1: great move by them to win that game.
2: That's such a painful moment for Amir Smith. marset said, "I miss you, Amir Smith." marset said, "I hope you land and do better." But like, you got cut by this team, and then they just ripped the ball away from you, and just uh, what a—that's
4: yeah,
2: that's 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 just a bad scene. But the right—I mean, they're not—they think that uh, they're not overly impressed with themselves up in Minnesota. They think they can be better, which is maybe a scary thing.
0: I mean, that's what every team's going to say, though. Also, I think that they've had this belief in themselves, and Kevin O'Connell has rallied his guys. I mean, from everything that I've heard from. The, like the guys there and and the coaches there, like everyone loves Kevin O'Connell and he's so easy to play for and he's so incredibly smart. And you're seeing that in like the adjustments that he's making in game. I think that's the most impressive part about him. And not only has he put his own spin on this offense, but yeah. And then you're executing it with really good players and he really understands who I think Kirk Cousins is as a quarterback. Um, and I just, yeah, I think that they're going to be, it's really funny though, because you're right. It, prior to last week it was like oh god are the vikings gonna be okay like you know i it was and then even to start the game against the dolphins i mean they didn't get a first down until like halfway through mm-hmm. the second quarter and so i think people are like looking at that and being like oh can, can this team actually go the distance and i think the only, like i said the only reason i think that they can is because they're actively getting better as each week goes on
1: all right we a couple more bears topics before we get out of here um that we wanted to address today so Carmen, you can chime in uh, as well the one had to do with the uh, running back situation. And uh, Matt Eberflus hinting yesterday that maybe we'll see more Khalil Herbert. Um, he said, uh, "Eberflus said, quote, we're just going to go with the hot hand. Who's ever hot right there, we're going to stay with him and go from there. Uh, and Herbert is averaging 6.4 yards per carry. Carmi, do you think that they're in a situation where Khalil Herbert should actually be RB1?
0: Well. Not necessarily, because I think you like the running back tandem. I think that you're seeing that league wide as more of a trend, where you're having these, like this running back rotation. I mean, the wear and tear on these guys is insane, and if you can keep fresh legs in some way, or you can, you have the option of going with the hot hand. uh, I don't know why you wouldn't hold on to that, and that's why I was kind of surprised. Like, I thought it was a very standard thing for Eberflus to say, "We're going to go with the hot hand." I feel like anybody that has two viable running backs is going to say that, and I don't know where this like. Oh well, that means he's not gonna use David Montgomery as much, is he? On the trading block, like all that. I like I don't buy that at all. I think that especially if you want to be a run first team, which this team, uh, even though they're saying they want to improve on the pass, uh, is is doing another thing. If you want that, you're gonna need two backs to sustain this offense.
2: Am, am I the only one that that was the last thing that Flew said? It was just kind of a throwaway. Like we're, we'll ride the hot hand. I'm like, if I'm David Montgomery. I don't like that comment at all. Like, yeah,
1: like I, 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 it would bother me if I was him. I just think that it, I get what he, I get what he's saying because, like, I thought when Montgomery wasn't out there a couple weeks ago, they actually missed him. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and, and, and Montgomery's so, a way better blocker. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's that part too, but I also think like it just it shouldn't just always be about the high end. It should be situationally because I thought on that, you know, fourth and goal. They gave the ball to the wrong running back because Montgomery is way better
4: in those tight yardage situations. And it was Herbert who got the carry. And the thing, he just ran 64 yards, right? So he was gassed by the time he's getting down there. He wanted that carry, he said. uh, He was like, should I have jumped going back to like Walter Payton days? But it could be like with this staff, you need to evaluate. Like you said, Herbert needs to work on the blocking. You get him the hot hand, he's consistently in there. There's more opportunities to show that because right now, Herbert's a better back at doing that so far. But I think it's a smart move on the Bears to see what you got in Herbert. Or are you gonna pay Montgomery at the end? And you see what Herbert can do as an all-around back. David
2: Montgomery is is someone you want in your locker room. That dude is mm-hmm. a winning player. He's one of the Bears' top seven players, easily, I would oh, say. Yeah. So yeah. Five, yeah. I, I, I'm just not on the let david montgomery khalil Her we can just roll out khalil herbert and we'll be fine trained that's just that's i, I put some respect on 32 that's all i'm saying Carmi, go I ahead don't
0: think it's a, i don't think it's a matter of respect though like i think if i'm if i'm justin or if i'm david montgomery i'm like no give me somebody else give it make it so i don't have to necessarily shoulder the load and take a beating day in day out that's not sustainable like if you can have someone that's there to give you a rest. And that you can switch off with and that the, the team isn't going to lose as much of, you know, what they're trying to do offensively with him in the game. Like, I think I would welcome that. I, I just think that the days of like a feature back are just kind of dwindling and they're just kind of over where you yeah. need different guys. And I think that they are. They have different strengths, which is a good thing. I mean, the Packers did this um, a couple of weeks ago where LaFleur even said like, oh, well, we were doing a lot more downhill running. So we put AJ in there and a.j Dillon, and then you know they use like they use them in different ways so i don't know maybe it's not necessarily the hot hand but i think you like having that flexibility and kind of covering all the bases of what running backs can do and again if i'm david montgomery i feel like i'm like yeah all right cool now i get to split some carries and i get to stay a little bit fresher and i don't have to put my body through so much because it's so hard
2: i just don't know if players think that way though at least not, not him. I I get what you're saying. It's it's very logical. It's it's, but it and I'm sure the coaches are thinking that way. But I don't know if he, he can he can get there.
1: I don't know. I the other thing too is is what to do with Valus Jones Jr. It sounds like a, he I would hope after this break they're going to try to get him more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, since the thing, the other thing they drafted him for the return game, despite what Bill Belichick said this morning, has not been going that well, you can't just muff <laughs> away two games and try to, you know, claim that everything is going great. I just see a guy struggling to see the football right now in the punt and return game. That is not by the way, that's not an easy thing to do when there's a ball high up in the sky um, and based on which way it's angling, it's either going to dive on you or carry on you, and it's not the easiest thing in the world to see, and the rotation on the ball matters too. There's a lot of factors, and oh, by the way, there's an entire football team running full speed down the field <laughs> at it. you at the same time. Like I'm not trying to say that it's an easy thing, but if you don't have confidence, and if you're not reading that ball well, you, you're, you can't be out there. Like, it, it, it is a yips thing sometimes with these guys. And unfortunately, though, the other options the Bears have, like Dante Pettis was struggling with it too mm-hmm. earlier this year. So I, I don't know necessarily what the answer is there, but he is a third-round pick, and you better get him involved
4: in the offense. You have to. And, I mean, Ivor Flu's talked about it. They like his speed, his ability to create yards after the catch, but that... That aspect of being able – the one guy back there looking up and having 11 people run at you, we need to see if he's capable of doing that. And I don't know if he's going to get that op- this opportunity on Monday night. We'll have to see.
2: It's a – Carmen, I'm not sure where you are at on this one as far as just taking him out of there. But to me, this is a Ryan Pohl's, uh, you know, t- negative check mark. You drafted a dude, overdrafted him in the third round, someone who you knew – had returned all of 18 punts in his 28-year college career. And, <laughs> and you're going to throw him out there and say, you know, go do this. He Actually, does, he that's
1: ha- a great point by you, and, and, and I apologize for interrupting, yeah. but uh, uh, shout-out to Pat Manley because he brought this up on the score last week. I think it was last Friday. And he's like, when I see that a dude was a kick returner for like five years in college, but he only had 18 punt returns, Right? Between two different schools. That tells me that the coaches didn't trust him to do it. Yeah. Right? If he was if he was elite, you're
2: telling me that he couldn't figure it out? And that's a, that's a, I didn't even go that far, but it's a great point by Pat. Like If he's doing that, you would think they would put him over there. Oh, well, we're not going to put him there because he can't do it. Because he's not comfortable he doing it. He might only
1: be a kick returner.
2: Right. He, it's not just the ones that he's dropped. He doesn't look comfortable on the ones that he's just getting away from. He mm-hmm. looks awkward on those. Yep. So... You got to take him out of there, right? I mean, we're, I don't. this is not a rocket science.
0: I think you take him out of there for Monday night, too, because I think part of the struggle is to those lights and, and seeing it at night. I mean, that's a whole other animal, too, when you're talking about how you're seeing the ball and, and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, it, especially in a hostile environment, too. Like, I'm, I don't think his confidence is where it needs to be, and I, that's a great point by Patrick Manley because, yeah, kick returns and punt returns – there's a reason that most of the time those two players are different.
1: All right. Well, yeah, that, that's like – I think that's one of the few changes we will see Monday night this week. All was, right. Yeah. Carmi, thanks so much. Appreciate you jumping on. Uh, of course. Keep keep, keep uh, killing it with everything you're doing. You're all over the place. We appreciate you, you being here with us as well. I'm not worried about thanks, anything guys. other that you do other than Bears After Dark tomorrow night. See you
2: at 6.30. <laughs> I will Let's see go. you
0: at 6.30, Carm. Right. And I will remind you off camera to just put your phone on vibrate. Thank Ooh.
1: you very much. Oh. And see, that's a good teammate right there. I was not there for him, and so I take the blame. Uh, at E V on Twitter, make sure you follow her there. All right, we got to get out of here. Um, make sure you follow us all on Twitter. At Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Nicholas Moriano. All of his updates from House Hall. You look Ooh. like you have something else to say. No, I just want to say, at
2: Nicholas Moriano, who lost to at the Carm today on the ping pong table, and uh, let's all go have a great day. And 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 brought us meat sticks. That was delicious. Thank you, Creed. Yeah, you
1: see, but you just keep slamming the ping pong thing in his <laughs> face, despite the meat sticks he brought. For
2: well, you. the dude, the, the dude's been walking out of here for a month, and d- the first thing he does, he gets right on. So I was like, yeah, yeah, another victory today. What's <laughs> up, y'all? I'm Moriano. I just kicked Carm and
1: everybody else's ass. Yeah, there ain't going to be no video today. <laughs> yeah, no video. <laughs> yep. Great point by Alex. He says I miss JaKeem Grant. JaKeem Grant was an he underrated was great, addition Very, last year yep. who yeah. was pretty I think he uh, I think he's out for the year. Towards ACL. Yeah. yeah. So, he was uh, with the Browns and- You too, Mobs. I'll be watching the Bulls tonight. Bulls tonight. Um I owe. Man, make sure you check out CHGO, Bulls show. All the coverage we'll have it for you. Um and If you haven't seen it yet, the I.O. News joining CHGO. We are very excited about it. We'll be back. Uh, Actually, important note, no noon show tomorrow. It is Bears after dark tomorrow night, 630. That's right, 630. Um, No noon show. Then Friday there will be a noon show. That will be Will and Nick's preview that's usually on Thursday, but because the Bears play Monday night, it's Friday instead. Got all that? Awesome. So after dark tomorrow night. See you there.